I could talk about. Some of you are familiar with this. I occasionally do an I could talk about sermon, so I'm at least going to start that way this morning. I could talk about, and in fact, I think on many occasions have talked about, the unfair bad rap that Thomas gets. We can hardly even say his name without his adjective preceder, doubting Thomas. But do we ever talk about denying Peter or betraying Judas or scaredy cat disciples without Thomas who are behind a locked door? No, just Thomas. Bad rap, unfortunately. Here's a new thought, though, and I could talk about this and I don't think I ever have talked about this that Thomas is the only one who's gone out. Everybody else is tucked away for fear of the authorities. Thomas has gone out. Why? We're not sure. We don't know. The text doesn't tell us. Did he go out for provisions? Go out for food? Uh, did he go out just to scope the scene to be able to report back? He seems pretty brave, honestly, to me. And in fact, just a few chapters before in John chapter 11, when Jesus tells all the disciples that they are going back to Judea and the disciples say, what are you thinking? Have you gone mad, Jesus? People want to kill you there. No, we are not going back to Judea. Thomas is the one who says, oh, absolutely, we're going back. And if this means dying with you, I'm ready to die with you. Why is he not brave, Thomas? Deep questions. I could talk about, and in fact, I believe have talked about, how I do not believe the opposite of faith is doubt. Rather, I would say the opposite of faith is certainty. Quite frankly, doubt is part of faith. Doubt is part of what makes faith so rich. They enrich one another. I could talk about, and in fact have talked about in other sermons of yore, 
how Thomas did not ask for anything that the other disciples hadn't already had. He just asked for the same thing that they had gotten while he was out getting food for them. He didn't ask for anything that they didn't already get. And I could talk about, and in fact have talked about, how Jesus, bless him, gives Thomas exactly what he asks for and says that he needs. Jesus meets him right at the point of his expressed need and offers him exactly what he said he needed. I can talk about how touching (laughs) that is to me. So what I am going to talk about, instead of all of those other things that I could talk about, and in fact have on many occasions talked about, is something that popped out to me and shimmered anew in this text that I've just never noticed before. I know it, but I've glossed over it. And that is Jesus saying to the disciples, as my Abba God has sent me, so I send you. Or as my Father has sent me, so I send you. I've heard this. I know this. This is familiar. It's probably familiar to many of you, but I just gloss right over it. It's just a, it's just a you know, lovely thing that Jesus says. And in classic Gospel of John fashion, Jesus has a lot to say. So sometimes I just sort of, okay, Jesus, all the flowery language and just kind of move through. But it caught me this time. As Abba God sent Jesus, so Jesus sends the disciples. Then and now. So how did God send Jesus? What does he mean there? As my Abba sent me, how did Jesus's Abba send him? I don't get all the credit for these thoughts. These are in conversation with others who are digging into the text in these last weeks. But the way I think that God sent Jesus is through the incarnation. God sent Jesus to be human, like born of a woman, human, screaming, crying, pooping, baby, human, just real human. God sent Jesus to be human in the world among other humans. And the Gospel of John, you're going to have to go all the way back, however many months ago it is that we started this, to remember that God sent the Word to dwell among us, to dwell among humans, to tent among humans. So how did Jesus' Abba send him into the world? as a human, to dwell among other humans, to share life with them, to share fate with them, to travel with them, to eat with them, to drink wine with them, to jump in the Sea of Galilee with them, to feed crowds with them, to share real human life. That is how Jesus' Abba sent him. Then this is how Jesus now sends the disciples. Then, and I would say now, us. 
think maybe Jesus sends us to be humans in the world, to share life with one another. There's another point in the middle of John, somewhere in the middle of John in the last couple of months that we heard, Jesus loved them as his own. And I think this illuminates it in another way. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a lovely image of God creator creating the earth, and, and there's an intimacy and a beauty in that. But there's a little bit of separation there too. And Jesus in John says, I love them as my own because he had been incarnated and joined the human family, joined creation, became one with, became kin with all humanity and all creation, became one with, loved them as my own. Not as an object of love, an object of care, an object of compassion, an object of charity, not as an object at all, but as kin. I think there's some real power in this little phrase that I have just glossed over as Jesus in the Gospel of John being typically loquacious, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. You know, that's the thing that I would do when reading this before. I think there's really something rich in here that as Abba God sent Jesus to be human, to share life with, so Jesus sends us. What if in this moment, as Jesus is breathing into them the spirit and offering them peace and sending them as God his Abba has sent him, what if in this moment Jesus is saying, I'm done with charity. I don't want your charity. I don't want you to feel charitable towards other things and people. I want you to share life. I want you to share life. I don't want you to just care about prisoners because they're a good thing to care about. I want you to share life. I don't want you to care about the earth because it's a thing out there that's a nice thing to care about. I want you to feel it. I want you to be in it. I want you to experience kinship and oneness and shared fate with all my creation to love it all as though it is your own because it is.